sharing ideas about money. This is Share Radio. This is Simon Rose. Now it's time for the Financial Outlook for Personal Investors. I'm joined by Richard Hunter, Head of Markets at Interactive Investor. We're going to look at the world of investment from a UK perspective, but we've got to look, uh, haven't we, at the the Fed raising um, their rates uh, 0.75% again. Uh, And is that the fourth time they've done that? Um, The Fed Fed is certainly leading the word in jacking rates up. And of course, we had quite a lot of turmoil recently because the Bank of England didn't necessarily follow suit. So tell us what's happening, perhaps looking across the Atlantic first. Yeah, I mean, there there had been a growing throng of optimism um, due to some slightly weaker economic data that perhaps the Federal Reserve's aggressive interest rate hiking so far was beginning to have an impact and that perhaps it might uh, come to the point of uh, pivoting, in other words, slowing down in in this aggressive rate. What happened yesterday, I mean, the actual rise itself, 0.75%, was totally baked in to markets, so that wasn't a surprise. But the the comments afterwards by the chairman, uh, Jerome Powell, made it very clear, and to to be fair to the Fed, they've been fairly clear, all along, that there's still a long way to go. Um, let's not get ahead of ourselves. Mm. Um, we don't consider um, that at the moment uh, anything other than the continuation of hiking interest rates is necessary. Um, and it absolutely was not the news the market wanted to hear. The um, Dow Jones fell 1.5% on the day as a result. The S&P 500, 2.5%. The Nasdaq three and a half percent, and that uh, kind of um, deflated optimism has, has pretty much um, spilled over in today's opening trade as well uh, yeah. across the pond. So it's a question of um, misplaced optimism um, and the Fed remaining very much on track yeah. to um, tame inflation. You talked about how clear the Fed had been. That's not always been how people have perceived the Bank of England over the last year or so, uh, if not longer. So um, let's have a look at our own um, central bank and and the MPC who set um, rates. What's been happening there? And is there any more clarity? Well, um, as we know, um, the biggest rate hike since 1989 of 75 basis points, similar to the Fed, takes us up to 3%. That's now eight consecutive interest rate rises. Um, It was also a fairly uh, easy decision for the Monetary Policy Committee, went through on a vote of seven to two. Um, But the Bank of England does see, it said in accompanying comments, that um, high energy prices and rising borrowing costs are likely to drive recession. In fact, we may well already be in recession. Mm. But of course, it's very much aware very much aware that whilst similar to the Fed, its main aim is to uh, get a handle on inflation and bring that down, you run this very fine line uh, between beating inflation, um, but you know potentially leading the com- com- country into deep recession. Yes, inflation that they, what, a year or so ago were saying was purely transitory, which perhaps in hindsight wasn't necessarily um, correct um let's look in a moment then about how um, investors should really perceive the future and i think we're going to look at uh, one of the um, companies that hasn't perhaps been having the easiest of times sharing ideas about money 
This is Share Radio. This is Simon Rose. You're listening to the Financial Outlook for Personal Investors. I'm joined by Richard Hunter of Interactive Investor. Um, so what uh, should investors take um, from this? We've had some pretty um, volatile markets of late. And as you say, markets were sort of hoping that we'd get some sort of hint that if economies are slowing down, then maybe that means inflation will come under control and maybe there's no re- need, need to keep hiking rates. So what do we think then for the future, both, I suppose, of interest rates, but also uh, you know, what are markets anticipating and how should investors um deal with the uncertainty i think to get the bad news out of the way first we we have to be mindful that any interest rate hikes do take uh, some months to filter through uh, until they start having an impact on the economy and obviously on the basis of having had a further interest rate rise on both sides of the pond um, that kind of kind of puts the uh, markets on the back foot for some months to come that being said um even where we are so far, those rates haven't necessarily undone the jobs market, which are both looking fairly healthy, both in the US and the UK. Corporate earnings have not taken a bath, as had been expected. And even though inflation continues to tick higher, uh, there are also hopes that we may be near peak inflation. And obviously, over a sustained period, when the central banks uh, are both comfortable that inflation is under control and stabilised, then perhaps we can start to turn the corner. But uh, let's not be under any illusions that that could well be uh, 10 to 12 months away. Uh and we, we should mention that while many people in the markets and many investors may not have experienced inflation or interest rates like this before, I mean, the average rate in the UK, you know, has been 5% over the years. It's simply because since the, the um, financial crisis, we've had the interest rates tethered to the floor and people have come to believe that rates would never rise, that things are looking quite as difficult as they are. And how we, we're going to talk about Sainsbury's, aren't we? So so uh, how has the current um, situation affected Sainsbury's? One of one, Still one of the big four um, uh, retail supermarkets in the UK. I don't think they've, the discounters have yet moved into that position, have they? No, that's right. And uh, on the face of it, um, such difficult times um, should be something of a boon uh, for the supermarkets. It certainly was during the times of the pandemic, of course, mm. despite the amount of um, capital they needed to spend to, um, you know, to, to um, get protective equipment and all the rest of it for their staff. Mm. But um, the role of the discounters is becoming more of a problem. There's, there's ferocity in the supermarket sector at the best of times, and it's often uh, the case that supermarkets need to run to stand still. Um, in terms of Sainsbury's, for example, which invested or will have invested by March up to £500 million uh, in uh, basically in value, in other words, in keeping a lid on its prices. But at the same time, the company itself has been under uh, the pressure of cost inflation. We saw figures the other day on how food inflation is really taking off at the moment and so the shares are down around 30 percent over the last year yeah. um that being said in terms of today's half year numbers um it was very much uh, a tale of two halves the first quarter as reported a couple of months ago was fairly poor and a, a very strong second quarter has pretty much averaged out for the whole half year and the, the numbers have been fairly well received in fact at the time of speaking the uh, Sainsbury's are topping the leaderboard for the FTSE up nearly six percent although of course it, it leaves rather a long way to go to rec- 
yes. come back. It's always, yeah, recovery always takes a great deal longer than the, the getting down there in the first place, as many investors nature there. So that cost. Um, are there too many supermarkets? I mean, obviously, the competition in the sector is great for consumers. Otherwise, presumably, we'd be feeling food inflation even more severely than we already are. But I mean, you know, one always hears about the tough competition in 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 the sector. Are there simply too many of them? Do you feel? It's difficult to say. I mean, you've got um, different supermarkets with slightly different offerings. Arguably, you know, nearer the top end, you've got the likes of Waitrose, and we've already spoken about the discounters, and perhaps Sainsbury uh, is somewhere in the middle. But unlike the retail environment in general, I think it's fair to say that supermarket shoppers don't need to be a particularly loyal bunch particularly under the current economic constraints. And it's, of course, very easy to switch from one to the other. It's not as if you need to open accounts or anything. You can just um, turn up on a store or indeed open their, their page online. So yeah. um, I, th I think that the main driver from the consumer perspective and something that the supermarkets are therefore very mindful of um, is simply on price. Yeah. Richard, thank you very much indeed. I've been talking to Richard Hunter, Head of Markets at Interactive Investor. That's it for the Financial Outlook for Personal Investors for this week. Sharing ideas about money. This is Share Radio.